0: The Earth keeps secrets. It gathers them, holds them close, and is unwilling to let them go. Even when some of those secrets are exposed to the air above ground, the Earth is still trying to cling to them, covering them with her residue and leaving them calling out for their companions, still hidden underneath layers of sediment. I am calling from Elm Lake. The excavation is nearly done. George and Lorraine are getting ready to send their crews home after long, hard-working conditions. Where there was once flat, level ground, there is now a large crater. In that crater rises an edifice of metal, gleaming in the sunlight. What were once pristine white snowdrifts are now large mounds of black dirt. And on those mounds, the crew members have taken to having their meal breaks. On the third day of digging, George looked wistfully at the crew, or more specifically, wistfully at their meals. He seemed lost in thought on how to provide better sustenance to those in Elm Lake, but he was able to get his attention largely focused on the task at hand. I only recognized the look because, as you may recall, I was asked to meet Jenny Fowler for breakfast. I did, and I find it hard to convince myself that the meal actually happened. It feels almost like her showing up at the studio to talk about the bunker was from an alternate reality, and maybe it was. Maybe it was just a dream, some vestiges of sleep subconscious hanging on while I thought I was awake. Neither of those really explained that following morning, or how we happened to walk down the street, turn the corner, and stood before the dark and stormy pool hall which had, to my knowledge, never existed in Elm Lake before.
1: I found a way to pull Anthony into the correct when. I'm not quite sure how I was able to thread that particular needle, but I found a way, somehow. I'd actually been experimenting with it for a few days, or maybe weeks, but instead of successfully pulling him over, I just created another time loop. I got worried, because I really didn't want to be forced into the same day again, but it did give me an opportunity to try new tactics. In the end, it was the easiest one and the one I was foolishly trying not to do. I simply pulled him by the hand. His hand was cold, and I could feel his worry through it. I reassured him it was going to be okay, and we rounded the corner. Along the way, he was telling me all about the importance of getting George to remember about the bunker. It isn't George, I explained. It's Lorraine. She's the key. Anthony looked confused, and the words didn't really register. That is, until we found ourselves standing in front of the dark and stormy. I was hoping it would be the nest, but I knew that wasn't the correct where or when. No, we needed to be at the dark and stormy. And we needed to be here in this exact moment. Pushing the doors open, we walked in and almost immediately saw Lorraine, standing as though she were expecting us. I got your note, I said, and I watched a sad smile cross Lorraine's face.
2: Everything feels lighter. Everything feels ominous. Everything feels shallow. Everything feels omnipresent. Everything feels so completely impossible to encapsulate in simple terms. I reach, and am met with resistance. I speak, and hear my own echoes coming back to me. But I have a feeling, hard to pinpoint, harder to describe. It is a feeling of anticipation. One
1: Anthony looked confused, of course. I probably should have told him to eat something before meeting with me, but that would have seemed strange when I asked to meet him for breakfast. He looked out of his depth, as though the entire concept was put in place to suffocate and drown him. His eyes kept darting around the dark and stormy, trying to take in this location that, so far as he knew, didn't exist. It doesn't, in most where's and when's. It does, in this one. And it is in this one, that Lorraine is the key. I tell him that, and Lorraine simply smiles sadly before assuring me that the digging will begin later that day. I don't quite understand why she had sadness written on her face, but it was undeniable. There's something she isn't willing to talk about, or at least it feels like there is. I knew enough to not push Lorraine any further, as getting her to acknowledge the bunker at all was more than I should have expected. Our breakfast meeting, filled with Lorraine's sadness and Anthony's confusion, didn't last long. There was no actual breakfast, of course, but there was old coffee in styrofoam cups, and there was confirmation that the crew was being assembled. I don't actually know how many versions of that day I had to live through to get to that specific one, but I do know it feels like a small victory in the end. The digging began, and slowly the ground was giving up what it had reclaimed as its own. I've lost track of how many days they've been digging since, but I can't help but feel as though they're getting close. I don't know what I was expecting, but I certainly didn't expect anything quite so large
0: the structure being pulled out of the earth's grasp is large more than large enough to fit the entire population of elm lake inside truth be told we could have almost tenfold the number of people and we'd still all be able to fit inside and george and lorraine still haven't reached the bottom we don't even know if there's a door to this place what I do know is that daily Jenny and I meet looking down upon the bunker as it's being unearthed I can feel a palpable excitement emanating from her even if it is tinged with a hint of fear of the unknown she seems to believe that this bunker will change everything as we know it but how can it possibly do that. It's simply a metal structure. Yes, it's a metal structure that had once been removed from our minds. But it's still just a structure. There are no visible antenna, no windows, and I, I can't tell if there's any way for air to circulate. Given the apparent ease at which it was buried, it doesn't feel safe at all which seems to fly in the face of everything a bunker should be. Oh! I can see George waving excitedly to Lorraine. He seems to have discovered something, and he wants to show her as well. He's jumping up and down now, pointing at where the earth meets the bunker. He's moving back towards the excavator and telling the crew member to power it down. Grabbing a shovel... George heads back and begins to dig. Lorraine, seeing whatever it was he was pointing at, grabs a shovel herself and goes to meet him.
3: They've found it. They shouldn't have but they did. And now everything is going to change because now that they've found it, they're going to open it. Opening it is the very last thing they should be doing. No, they should seal it forever and rebury it beneath the rolling hills. Return things to how they were. Before the moon festival, before the conferences, before the elders declared it hide-and-seek night before i found my way to the Owl's Nest diner. Is that right, though? Do I want them to bury it? Or do I want them to release it? It's getting harder to make sense out of this. I go to take a bite of a crisp, but the bag is empty. All of the bags are empty. I don't know how many bags I've eaten but I feel like I've been here, watching, for weeks. (sighs) They're going to open it. And everything is going to change.
2: I can hear them. They're right outside the door. I am not right inside the door. I am here. But I am also not. But once they open the door, I am closer. They are closer. And it is closer. Everything is going to change. Everything is going to revert. Everything feels predetermined. Zero.
0: It's a door. They've discovered the door to this massive structure. Jenny and I look at each other and start to move towards the giant hole. We don't know what it is that compels us, but we both clearly feel that we need to be there when the door is opened. It feels like we've been waiting for so long, even though it's clear that we have only been waiting for a short time.
1: I can feel the excitement welling within me. I know somehow that this is an important moment, although I can't describe how or why. It's more than the bunker. It represents new wheres, new whens, and maybe, finally, a why. I feel like I've been searching without end and that this is why I'm compelled to collect things in my basket, why I seem to be the one who remembers our loops. Why I was able to get through to Lorraine. Why I connected to Anthony and have any ability to share with him any of these experiences. And then... Nothing. The door is there, but it doesn't open. It doesn't move. It doesn't make a noise. There are no lights, no sirens, and thankfully, no alarms. It just... is. That is, until Lorraine steps forward. She looks at George, happy tears in her eyes. Then she looks at Anthony and me, and those happy tears seem to change to sad ones. She takes one step, then three. Looking at the bunker, she begins to reach her hand towards the door. In a flash, she is gone. Like she never existed. The door begins to slowly, mechanically open. Those of us around simply stand, shocked, waiting. Elm Lake is waiting.
2: Hello?
0: Calling from Elm Lake, Episode 16, Unearthed, was written and produced by Sean Monahan. The voice of Elm Lake is Sean Monahan. The voice of Jenny Fowler is Emma Sala. The voice of Marcus Grant is Mick Rayna. The voice of The Signal is Maddie Stewart opening and closing themes written and performed by Sean Monahan all other music written and performed by Matt McInnes find out more at machinismusic.com you can find us on both Twitter and Facebook for a little social media strangeness you can also find us on TikTok as we create visuals to help round out the world of Elm Lake if you're enjoying what you're hearing please leave a rating and review on whichever podcasting app you have found our feed doing so could help bring new listeners to the call of elm lake if you'd like to support us as we unfold this story add new voices and just generally continue to explore this particular creative process you can do so at www.patreon.com slash from lake your support will help us continue to grow and expand on the story and hopefully be able to add even more content within the universe of Elm Lake. Always take care when digging. The Earth holds many secrets, and some of those secrets are not meant for your ears.